You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Twisted Sisters podcast. My name is Samantha Mello, and my co-host here is Ellie Angren. I feel these intros can get a little mundane, but if you're listening for the first time, um, welcome. We're so glad to have you here, and we are just love talking about the messiness of life, and um, really our motto, as we say in our intro, is we're all a little twisted. And so this week, we got to go down to beautiful Sarasota, Florida, gorgeous water, 85 and sunny, absolutely perfection. And we got to interview Jamie Lee, who is an intuitive lifestyle and wellness coach. And I tell you what, she is a wealth of knowledge, y'all. She has just such a fun demeanor about her. She has been through hell and back and her story is incredible. Her story is one that you will not forget. It is one that you will remember and Honestly, um, there's so many parts of it that I think you you can relate to some part of it uh, at, at some point, if not all of it. She's like the perfect mixture between me and Allie, and I, I just love her for it. And so I'm excited for you guys to just hear about her childhood, hear about her struggles with alcohol and drug addiction, how she came out of it, her truth, what she found in her spirituality, and um, what led her to where she's at now. And her passion now is helping people get healthy from the inside out, mind, body, and soul. And she really shares just everything she's learned from beginning to end and as she is learning. And so... I think that's pretty incredible. I think sometimes people think, oh, they have it all figured out and um, they're teaching everybody to hit this level. And that's that's not Jamie at all. Jamie is, this is where I'm at. This is how it's going. Come and be a hot mess with me, but let's figure it out and let's all get on that board or get on that train, I should say. Um, but Jamie's passion really turned when her daughter got, um, was just having some developmental issues and you'll learn all about it and all about her story and how she found, she really took in that mama intuition and dug down to the root and dug down to what was actually going on and how she fixed it and how she and her husband are also on board with everything and how it's really changed their entire lives for the better. So I'm excited. You guys tune in learn all about Jamie and then we we are going to put all of her um handles for um TikTok for uh Instagram all the things so that you can get in touch and you can also follow her journey and her story as well because I uh, Honestly, she's just a ray of sunshine. You won't regret it. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for checking us out. The gratitude and the excitement we have is just through the roof. And uh, I just love women supporting women. And I love all of our male listeners that we have coming in and also supporting 
all of us as well. And I think it's super great. And uh, I hope you all are having a fabulous week. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the Twisted Sisters podcast. My name is Allie Engren, and I am here with my co-host, Samantha Mello. And we are here with our amazing friend, Jamie. And she needs no introduction here. She's amazing. She's been a part of our lives for now. Three years, probably. Yeah, Jamie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so we'll cool. let her, yeah, go into her story here and introduce herself. Hi, everybody. My name is Jamie. Um, I am the Intuitive Lifestyle on TikTok and on Instagram. Yeah. So I met Jamie three years ago. I had a major tragedy, which I talk about on the podcast very openly. Um, my uh, partner committed suicide. And I had a two-month-old baby. <laughs> and I was in a deep, dark place searching for just answers or anything and I was on Facebook I think one night and you were doing a live you were doing she used to do these um Facebook lives and she would just anybody who would pop in not anybody uh, she would intuitively listen and she would be like does anybody know a mark and it'd be like all right people would say mark mark you know I know somebody mark because she's a medium and so she I is I good connection between us and the the uh, spirit world which I think is pretty incredible and for me I don't know what I was looking for at that time but it was one of those things where it was like is there a Matthew who has a Matthew and I was like I have a Matthew and it was incredible and she kind of filled that gap of just some things that I needed to hear in those moments um, but I think you need to go into why you were drawn to it with she was saying like her throat something yeah so the first thing she asked was who knows Matthew and I was like I know Matthew and then it was like he's having a hard time breathing and he can't there's something going on with his neck and instantly I knew because Matthew hung himself and obviously Jamie knows nothing at this point I had never seen Jamie and I came across you in a widow group there was a widow group and somebody had shared your information saying this woman is incredible she's amazing if you're looking for just some of those uh, questions or anything like that check her out and that was literally I went checked you out you had a live going instantly that happened it was God moment for sure and then I met you and I go this is like my twin <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, who are you? Like, and you're my twin on the East Coast. And I just remember, like, listening to you talk. And I was like, that must be how I sound. I just talk so fast and I can't do it. And I'm just yeah. like, this is me. She's wearing gold. She's got a tattoo sleeve. And, like, I just, it was so funny. And I just remember connecting to you immediately. Like, I'm supposed to know this person. I don't know why. I don't know how. But, um, yeah, so then you, you gave me information. And then I ended up booking a reading with you. And it was, um, we ended up doing Reiki healing. And I think... Yep. That was a turning point for me in pulling a lot of darkness and heaviness out, I think, in those moments. But from there on, I just followed you, and I think you connected. I can't speak for you, but I feel like we just connected yes. on a different level. We ended up, like, chit-chatting, not even doing a reading, really. <laughs> yes. Like, we just ended up talking, and I think for me, that was the most incredible part was just – finding somebody to finally connect with in a level that I needed and I felt that I needed to build in myself spiritually and how to connect because I've always been influenced by more um, 
religious side of things and I've always just had more of a broad spectrum of I really fully believe everything's connected I don't think there's one specific way and um, I think that's why I connected to you is because I think your your, th your thought process and how you experience life and where you're at um, yeah kind of showed me that and I was like okay there's somebody else like me yeah. and yeah because you know sometimes I think you're it's hard for people to think and figure it out for themselves. Yes. Especially so. in such a, a dark place because that's how I kind of, she told me all about you and was like, she reminds me of me. And I'm like, well, I connect with you. So let me connect with her. Mm -hmm. And I was going through a separation at the time with my husband. And it was definitely, you, you feel broken and dark and you're looking for that light. And you definitely shone that light. Mm. you do it in such a loving way like mm -hmm. you have such a loving way of doing it and I think um, sharing the information it's right. like it's coming from a best friend it's not coming from a psychic medium who is better than you or yeah well just a therapist mm -hmm. technically right like yeah. that's almost what it is it's in you're using your intuition and being a healer yeah. and yeah. that's that's the whole reason why I did it you know um, or why I I you know, began doing readings because I had an experience where I had that exact same experience. I went to somebody and I was doing a meditation circle and she, she gave me Reiki and, um, I had a profound experience and she looked at me and said, I know this is going to be an emotional podcast. Um, <laughs> but she said, you need to take the mask off. Yeah. You're hiding and you need to take your mask off. And, um, Oh, I have goosebumps. I was pretending to be somebody that I wasn't, but against my own will because yeah. of trauma. Yeah. I was so stone cold and um, needed to act like I was somebody than other than who I was. Um, because when you don't, when you have low self-esteem, you need somebody like me. This is how I, I manifested this different persona was... Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm better than you. I'm okay. Um, and, uh, you know, don't come near me. I'm really tough. And I, I kept people at, at a distance because I didn't want anybody to hurt me anymore. Mm -hmm. And when you have um, a mother, like I did, you know, my mother's a wonderful woman, but she was an alcoholic. And um, I was an only child. And so growing up in, in an environment where... You can't trust anybody. Nothing is safe. Um, you feel so alone, and um, you know your mother, the closest person to you that you have. That's all I had, was always drunk. Yeah. Um, and I used to tell myself, if she loved me, she would she would stop drinking if she really loved me. Yeah. Um, and those are the those are the belief systems that we develop as children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and we take those on. And so, you know, I developed these belief systems and core truths, um, you know, that I wasn't good enough. I must not be good enough. I must not really matter. Um, and so, you know, when you when you grow up and you, you adopt those belief systems as yourself and your soul just hurt and you hold those emotions and pain down, you push it down, right? Because that's what we do. That's what we're taught to do. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, emotions make other people uncomfortable. They do. And they also made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I couldn't. You don't know how to handle it. No, I couldn't feel those things. And, and for somebody. Because well, your mom numbed her emotions. And I needed to as well yeah. because my emotions didn't matter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I would just, I remember like, cause so I would go and um, we would be in bars and, you know, I would be in bars um, as a little girl and 
just be crying and begging my mom to go home. Can we please just go home? You know, and it, it my feelings didn't matter because of alcoholism, yeah. you know, and like not ma- painting my mother to be a bad guy. She no. was all she did the best she could. She with did. What she knew how. She absolutely did, and I am so grateful for her. Right, but and it doesn't my story, play. but. But the, the way as a little girl that we take on what's happening around us in our environment and then pulling those in, um, and that creates your self-esteem and that mm-hmm. creates your paradigms yeah. that you have. So going back to this experience that I had, I was acting like I wasn't hurt, that I didn't need help, and that I was okay because I was so used to surviving. Yeah. And I needed to be tough. I needed to be a tough girl to survive and, like, suck it up and pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And that's who I was for a long time. And I still have that in me, and I'm grateful for that, right? <laughs> well, um, you're in survival mode. Yeah. And you got a little bit of East Coast growing Yeah, so, right? You got, got a little that, bit of yeah. a New York. Um, yeah. Because, um, you know, I'm from New York. And, uh, you know, she looked at me with all her, her gentleness and her authenticity and just her magic and was like, you need to take a mask off. And I was like, oh, like that, that hit, you know. Um, and so I had it a spiritual awakening. Still, like you can tell. Yeah. Like it just, you can tell it hits you yep. every time you even say that. Oh, yeah. And it's, yep. it, that, it makes me feel like almost where you were at. Like I can tell. That was the beginning of my spiritual awakening. And then we were doing like this ecstatic dance thing and I couldn't. I couldn't. It was too uncomfortable, right? It was like really weird I wanted I wanted to run away and um I went over and I was like almost crying about it because everybody else could do this ecstatic dance and like you know like get just be authentic and I had this inability to do that to be my true self and so I went over to this table and there were a bunch of tarot cards and stuff and I I picked up a card and it said dance Oh. And I effing lost my mind. You know what I mean? I'm crying and I'm like, I'm gonna effing dance. And there we go, you know. And then I went, I, I just my heart chakra opened at that point, yeah. and I was able to. I knew that there was more out there than what I believed, yeah. and that it wasn't just like this religious experience that they were talking about it was something so much more and so I went to school I went to mediumship school I had these crazy experiences and peeling back of the layers and all of a sudden I was meditating and they were they were um I could feel the spirits just wanting to talk to me and I didn't know how so I went to school for it and then you know I ended up doing that and I feel like that's kind of it's always going to be who I am but at this at this point in my life my path has shifted yeah right into health and wellness yeah um, which I've been really enjoying your your um, story. I think you've kind of followed mine, and I followed yours. And um, we both had we were both pregnant, yeah. so we both had at the same time. Basically, when's your daughter's birthday again? September twenty second, and mine September fourth, two thousand nineteen. Yep. So I think that's really crazy, and and um, so we have the same age, little girls, and um, it was interesting watching your story because your daughter started to have developmental issues. Yes. And she wasn't speaking and those things. And I I remember, I don't think you really talked about it openly, but you could tell you were doing a little bit less. Like, you could just tell mm-hmm. it was starting to consume you a little bit. It was. But you were still sharing that there was some issues and you were trying to get down to the bottom of it. Do you want to share, like, yeah. kind of, first of all, how you realized that it was developed? When, when did you realize she was having developmental issues and not just... Or like delayed. Yeah. How do, I mean, how do you know that? Because everybody's like, oh, they'll just figure it out. Well, thank 
thank God for intuition. Yeah. And that that's another reason why, you know, I, I was teaching intuition development classes because we all have it. Everybody has their own intuition. Everybody has abilities, extra sensory perception, you know, ESP, we all have that. Um, but we have been, we've pushed that down or, or been men, made to believe that it's dirty, bad, and wrong, yeah. or you're not special enough or to have crazy. those abilities, or you're crazy, and yeah. which is not true. Um, and in this day and age, we need our intuition, especially as mamas. Yeah. And because, right, so we could go back there. I'll leave that there for right now. Yeah. Um, so my daughter, I, I feed her organic food. She eats whole food. I'm a crazy, crazy person as far as that goes. Um, or I was, and, uh, you know, she turned two, all she could say was mama and dada. And we go to the pediatricians and, um, they're like, yeah, she should be saying upwards of 50 to 200 words right now. Um, what age was she at? Then? Two. Two. Yeah. That's what she said. Okay. Yeah. She was two. Um, and it was like, she's, in, I know that there was something going on, you know, I would try and I would ask her to repeat me. I would ask her questions. She would just either ignore me or look at me like I was stupid. Um, and I just knew, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And I, something told me it was, it's toxins, it's toxins. And this is, I was on a holistic health journey before that because of the way I lived. So I turned, you know, I, I turned to drugs. I became a drug addict. I essentially turned into my mother. Yeah. Um, Right, the one person I didn't want to be like, <laughs> oh, right? That, isn't yeah. that that's how it goes? Because that's goes. That's, that's all you know. That's right? all you know. You end up parenting the same way, whether you're disposition, right? Yeah. Um, you know, until you heal that trauma, yeah, right. Until you break those generational yeah. curses, that takes um, a lot of uh, vulnerability. It does, scary. and yes, it does, and a lot of pain too, pain. because you don't change unless you you experience pain, right? Yeah. Why would we? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I, I had done a lot of a lot of drugs um, to numb the pain of, of being me. Of what ages were you when you were doing that? Like um, I began. I I would say it got really bad at fourteen. 14. Um, I mean, I was, I was you know smoking marijuana and, and drinking. Um, I don't know. I I was smoking cigarettes in fifth grade. I know that you know, and then it just yeah. kind of, but um, fourteen was like the ecstasy and the hard the mm -hmm. hard drugs where it was like. Um, you know, I, I needed this. Mm -hmm. And also I, I always say I, I like to speedball because I always needed a relationship. And, um, my first love, right. My first drug of choice, his name was Nick Josens. And, um, you know, I needed, I needed both of those things yeah. to make me feel okay. Right. Yeah. You know, um, and that goes into the endorphins and you talked about that with us and how, Yes, I have. You were dispositioned more I, genetically, I would say. Absolutely. So um, I've I've learned a lot of things, and obviously, being intuitive, I'm like, there's some, this doesn't make sense. There's things that don't add up, and um, I am somebody who is in a 12-step program. I owe my sobriety. I've over eight years clean. I owe my sobriety to a 12-step program, um, which I am still active in, mm -hmm. and um, I choose to be there, and I want to be there, and I want to, to give back and be a source of hope there as well, yeah. um, but I, um, I um, can't really, like, put into words, you know, um, what that has, how, the the Pandora's box, I guess, yeah. right? Like the, the rabbit hole. Um, 
so I've I read a ton of books about um, you know mood disorders yeah. okay because it's like addiction there's something else going on right. here um, and I read a lot about it's trauma it begins with trauma I think it's so neat that we're finding so much more information we'll say TikTok Facebook, Instagram, all these things. And the more and more people talk about addiction, they are realizing that it is led by trauma. Yes. And I think it's really neat that we are starting to make these connections instead of being like, it's a disease. Yes. It's this. And it's, it's, a, it is, it's all, it all becomes kind of part of situation. Obviously we're all different. We all use different. We all want different things. We're looking to fill different voids. But what I find really interesting is that and I think it's cool to show people is that you can be intuitive and you can have that. And isn't it so interesting how easy it is to click in for other people and to do things for other people and to hear it and to see it for somebody else, but how much work it takes for yourself. Yes. Because I think we've just put blinders up. and We put these blocks up and we don't even recognize that we're doing it, but you do. You have to sit down and it's like you had to still tap in in a different way than you did for anybody else for yourself mm -hmm. in order to see and you know something's wrong but intuitively you still don't know what's wrong yet yeah. you can't nail it down until you start peeling back the onion layers mm -hmm. yep yeah and i started so i started doing research and i'm like there's there's nutrition is connected i knew that i just knew it um and so i started reading and, and come to find out you know that um if you are an addict or an alcoholic or you it doesn't matter like if it's drugs or if it's food or whatever it Sex, is right. it doesn't Any matter it. shopping all of it that's right and all of it is is at a core we don't believe that we're enough and yeah. we need something to numb ourselves we don't know how to express our emotions right that's all what it goes down to is is negative belief systems okay yeah. not feeling good enough or um you know whatever it is um and so if you have family that has you know the disease of addiction quote unquote the disease of addiction i hate saying that i really yeah. do um but it all goes back to neurotransmitters okay and if your family has let's just say for example um a history of alcoholism what we're really talking about is you have a history of trauma and you have a history of low neurotransmitters that you are given down genetically that is passed down genetically so if you have um can i stop you can yeah. you explain a neurotransmitter it's can the you feel good down? it's the feel good hormones it's endorphins okay. it's dopamine it's serotonin it's the gaba um, you know, and people like you and me who are, and you as well, you're go, 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 fight, fight or flight, yeah. right? Yeah. We lack GABA. The yeah. GABA calms us down and brings us to a more of a balanced state, okay? Um, and so, you know, we're predisposed to having these, a low storage of these feel-good hormones and this book this um woman she talks about it in a book it's called the mood cure and i suggest everybody read that and um you know she talks about being sensitive to life's pains mm. right like you just can't handle it like something goes wrong and you just can't handle it and you know it's like yeah. not feeling okay in your own skin and she, I was like, oh my God, she's describing me. Like, this makes sense. And she's like, yeah, you don't have enough neurotransmitters. Some people who have, people who have a, a full storage, they, you know, take things lightly. It's like, oh, my, I, I missed my flight. No big deal. It's like my, my dad, you know, no big deal. I'll just catch the next one, you know? And if plans change, that's all right, I'm good. He's able to be in the present moment and like he, nothing really shakes him. Yeah. Um, 
And so I was like, oh my God, I really identify with that. And then she talks about, um, you know, your, your child, for example, can grow up and go into the 14, um, 14 years of age and be good. And then all of a sudden something traumatic happens, the boyfriend dies or something along those lines and depletes all the Everything. endorphins, depletes it and they're done. And then all of a sudden they're in drug addiction and they're suicidal and all of these yeah. things. And yes, it's trauma, but it's also the predisposition. In society, I feel like yes. I can tell you when I went through my trauma that you felt the pressure from society to get back in, yes. get back into life, just hit those things, go back to work, do that. And I think the best thing, and I'm so grateful for my mom for this, and I could cry, but she said, take this next year. Give yourself a year. She's like, you just stay here. We'll help you. Take a year and grieve. You don't get permission no. to do that. Nope. And in, in especially, and I, and I feel like people are like, well, that's a, big, that's a good excuse. And it's like, no, divorce can be an excuse. Losing a child, losing a baby, having a miscarriage, like, and, and sometimes even just having a really bad car accident. Like, there's so many different traumas, being raped, having yes. things. Like, you should still have permission to, to step back in life and be like, I just need a break process what process happens. it and that's i think that gets so passionate especially with our podcast on those types of stereotypes in society let's stop doing that to each other you don't have to go back to work nobody says you have to go right. back to work nobody does right. if they want they'll take you back if you're a good worker and if they don't appreciate that they don't deserve you like it's just all of that like surround yourself with people who are going to be like yes go do that and I'll be here when you're done. Well, otherwise, we just throw ourselves into things, right? Like, I'll become a workaholic because I'll just yes. push everything into that. Or mm -hmm. I'll become addiction. Like, it, like we just talked about with yeah. all the addiction it stuff. Like, that's what, yeah. In different you ways. manifest your life, it'll, yeah. Yeah, it'll manifest just in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and especially, you know, with mothers and giving birth. And we're expected to just go right yes. back to, that is ludicrous. Oh, I'm constantly telling moms, like, no. You, you took a year to make that baby. Yes. I know nine months, but let's be real. It took almost a year to make that baby. It's going to take over a year to, to feel normal. Not even normal because yeah. you're not going right. to go back to the way you were before. You're different. But it's going to take a year for your body to, to go back, your hormones. Yeah. I go, and if you're breastfeeding, like all of that, like there's so much that goes into it. And you just naturally want to be with your child. Yeah. That's in you. Yeah. And not yes. only that, while we're and on the neural And if it's not... Tank, that's okay too. Well, yeah. If you want to go back to work and you want to do those, that's okay too. Like, there's no right or wrong way. Yeah. There's not. I'm somebody. I love to work. I love oh. what I do. I love to work. I'm talking, and you know, um, we're live on TikTok right now. And if there's any mamas on there who know me, you know, or follow me, you've probably talked to me one on one on Instagram um, because TikTok doesn't have the voice messages. So that's why I'm always like, everybody just message me on Instagram so I can talk. Um, but yeah, I talk to, to moms all day, I talk to mamas all day um, about what's going on with their kids and how I can help them with my experience with detoxing yeah. my daughter. Um, and real quick, I just wanted to, to shed some light on having a difficult childbirth, okay, depletes your neurotransmitters. It depletes your endorphin storage, okay? And so if you have low storage already, having a difficult um, labor, that's postpartum. Yeah. That is what postpartum is, and nobody, I never knew that. Why aren't yeah. people explaining right. that to me? Why yeah. should, you know, let me know. Should I supplement up until then? Yeah. Can I supplement afterwards, you know? And yeah, it's so important. The, yes, 
yes. to know these things. And especially for men, too, to help you through that raising the right. baby. Right. Like, they don't understand half no. of that stuff that we go through. So The sleep deprivation that is unreal. Huge. Yeah. I felt that you, I mean... When I, I had just a tough pregnancy with Lorelai in general, um, I had an nephrostomy tube, which is a tube that goes into my right side, into my kidney, directly into my oh kidney, because I had kidney stones that blocked my ureter. So if they did not do that, I would die and go septic. Um, so I had a bag that I had connected to me pretty much my entire pregnancy, but I was in and out of the emergency room. I mean, I lived in the hospital, basically. I almost went, I went septic one time, twice, actually. Um, then I had issues with them. It just was a whole thing. But then when I had her, I she um, they had to induce because she I was I was going into stress. Um, so she was about a month early. Um, they had to induce me. That took about twenty four hours almost. You know, like it was just a whole process. They had her. Um, she got stuck. I was bleeding out. I was literally. Um, I hemorrhaging. No, I was having. Um, I, like uh, mirages and stuff so I was talking about weird things okay. I was passing in and out they had me on like every pain med possible morphine drip like it was incredible amounts of pain like I was my body was shaking I couldn't stop my body I mean it was just crazy scary and her shoulder got stuck you know they had to stop her my couldn't stop bleeding. Mm. My bleeding wouldn't stop, so she had to go in and scrape me. Every, oh gosh! So that was incredibly painful. Like it was just this whole process. And then afterwards, what I'm getting at is afterwards, <laughs> like there was just no recovery. You know, and yep. you want to be with your child. And I, when when she when I had her, I had to tell them they went to go put her on me, and I said I can't hold her. I can't get my arms up. I go, I don't. I'm gonna drop her. And I was like, Matt, you have to, you have to hold her. And he did. And but it was scary because it was like, they. It just felt like they didn't understand anything, and it was so crazy. And so then after I had her, I, I couldn't. It was like you're just trying to sleep, but your body and your adrenaline is just going so nuts. So it's like, you're in it, and you, f you feel okay almost when you leave the hospital. But when you get home, you're dropped. Yep. Like, that was when I needed help. Like, and then, unfortunately, we were going through our stuff. But it was, I I didn't get sleep for, well, and then Matt passed. So I didn't get sleep for weeks and months. Like, it, you just don't get sleep. You don't. And don't. that, I thought I was going crazy, I think, for a little while. Like, yeah. I was like, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going crazy. I think I'm losing my mind. I think I'm losing my mind. And you just start to operate on that, but you realize how unhealthy it becomes because you learn how to operate on it. And then you're taking the caffeine, and then yeah. it's this and that. And you, it's fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And then you just create those things on how to stay on that trauma flight. Yes. And then, you know, years later, now I'm, you can tell I'm kind of dropping out of it all, and I'm like, oh. My body's shot. My mind is shot. You got the brain fog, which I'm sure is toxins. Yeah. You know, you have all this stuff because you've learned how to cope. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you're doing this for moms because you don't understand it when you're in it. You're nope. just doing no. what you need to to get by right. yeah. because that's all you can do. I need to keep my kids alive. <laughs> I need to stay alive. And that's good enough right now. Yeah. Like, yep. And I had to work. I worked at the same time, which I needed to. It was my saving grace. Um, but I mean, problems with my husband because I'm, you know, acting crazy. I'm sleep yeah. deprivation. You know what I mean? I, 
I didn't get any sleep. My mood was all over the place. And um, yeah, so motherhood is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. You know. Did you have a hard time asking for help from your husband? Or like, it was more, like I feel like sometimes moms have a hard time handing yes, their baby I, over. Yes. So it's like we complain, but yet I did, it's hard to I ask did. for help. Yeah, it was more like I'm a kind of martyr yeah. person, you know? And I think, too, they go back to work, like, right away. Yeah. So you're like, oh, well, you get the pleasure of staying yeah. home with the baby. So resentment. You- <laughs> resentment happens. <laughs> I don't, if you ain't got a little resentment after you had a baby, I don't trust you. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we went to the pediatricians, right? Um, my daughter, two-year-old, two wasn't she wasn't talking. I just knew, and um, you know, it's like the lack of of help as well or communication. Like, oh yeah, she's not talking. Okay, well we'll see on the next well visit. Right. We'll see yes. how that goes. Um, we'll test her for autism. Um, okay, bye. Well, that's just it. Like, I feel like my youngest, he didn't start talking until he was three. But now knowing this stuff, I'm like, wow. But they always used to say to me, well, he has older brothers, so his brothers talk for Mm -hmm. him. And I'm like, no, something is up. And now he does struggle with ADHD and all that. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. And ADHD is connected to metals Mm -hmm. in the brain as well. Um, Yeah, and toxins. So I was like, I'll take care of this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, we'll just see you later. Yeah, yeah. bye. I got it from here. Um, I don't trust. That's the thing about have, keeping your, your intuition and, and um, growing your intuition because I don't trust anybody except my intuition. And, um, you know, as mothers, we're gaslit. We're made to feel like we're crazy. Yeah. Um, you she know, if our child that. is sick, they're not sick. Yeah. You know, um, if something happened. We're just, we're imagining oh, you're just it. just a new mom. Or I'm a new mom. You're just a, and I just experienced that having to take my dad to the ER. It was like, oh, you're, we yep. just have another one of those moms in here oh, being yeah. overdramatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, just a virus. Your kid just has yeah. a fever. Yeah. The fever is, impl- like, indicating something. Mm-hmm. It's like, you saw those signs. It's like, no, this is indicating something more. Yes. Trust me, I don't want to be here just as much as you don't want me to be here. Right, right. I don't want exactly. to be here. Yeah. I don't want to pay this. Exactly. Trust me. So I um, I don't trust anybody. I trust myself. Um, and, you know, just being an addict um, that I was and doing what I did to my body, I knew a lot about holistic health. Um, you know, so I had dug deeper into all of those things. And um, I had come across this heavy metal detox. I don't even know how I ended up. Um, like getting this detox, I ta- I remember talking to this one person on Facebook Messenger. Um, they told me about it, and I just I, I, when I know something's right, I just do it, you know. And so I got it. Um, and my husband and I tried it first because obviously I'm not giving this to my <laughs> I'm not giving this to my toddler without trying it, you know. Yeah. Um, and him and I had this experience where um, it was crazy. I was like, I can think again. Because I had the worst problems with not being able to pull the words out of my mouth that I wanted, on my brain that I wanted to say. I I always, like, felt stupid. I was, you know, always told those things to myself. Negative negative self-talk where it's like, you're not smart enough. You're, God, you can't even talk. You did a lot of damage to your brain. Um, And so I started using this detox. And good Lord, you know, it was like, I, my brain works. Um, I'm not taking two naps a day like I used to be. My digestive issues went away. Um, my cycle completely regulated. And I mean, I don't have pain 
when I have my cycle. And when I tell you I don't have pain, like you don't understand. It does not hurt. And so I was like, oh my God, that's all just toxins and mm-hmm. heavy metals in your reproductive area from the tampons, from the pads. Um, your digestive system sits right on top of your reproductive organs. So all the chemicals and toxins leach right down in, okay, causing infertility, causing all these issues. And oh my God, like it's not supposed to hurt, right? Yeah. Like I had PCOS, I had endometriosis. The doctors told me you're not going to be able to have a kid unless, unless you, we help you. You're going to need fertility treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, and my husband was like, I think I'm getting smarter when he was taking the, the heavy metal detox. Yeah, it was the funniest thing ever. We were we were going to go buy a car um, a car for somebody for, you know, he, I love that. for this um, 16-year-old that's like family to us. And we were looking, he was looking under the hood and the guy's like, yeah, no, that's no big deal. That's da, da, da. And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure that's a blown gasket or something, something like that. And he gets back into the car. He's like, we're not buying that. And he's like, I I. I don't know how I knew that. I think I'm getting smarter. Because <laughs> he's watching TikTok. <laughs> yes. He's very he's very intelligent. And that was another thing, is my husband is extremely intelligent. So I was like, there's something wrong. There's something yeah. wrong. So anyways, all right. Heavy metal detox time for Charlie, my two, two-year-old at the time. Um, I gave her one spray. You know, it's a, it's a tasteless mouth spray. It's a zeolite. It's the only one I trust. Um... And uh, she starts, she says no on day four of using it. She said no. And it was like. What did she say no to? I don't even remember. <laughs> That's right. I don't even remember. But she went like this. No. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, baby, what? You know, I have it on, on video. Oh, I, I was, it. And you can hear the excitement yeah. in my voice. Day five, she's saying, she's repeating me. She's saying green, beans, blue purple you know saying and i was like oh my god i'm like crying over here it's so cool it was effing toxins and metals yeah um you know and toxins that i passed down to her but also you know that baby cereal that was on the news yeah. okay for all the heavy metals she was eating that um you know the the oatmeal or whatever the happy organic baby yes. okay you think you're doing the right thing well guess what you're not. formula has it in it the uh, you know all the baby foods Right? It's just we're constantly exposed. And then, so, she starts talking, and it was just unbelievable. And then on day two of using the drops, because it was a detox pack, she pooped worms. Mm -hmm. And I mean worms, okay? And so, um, I was just really taken back. And listen, I had parasites. I had an issue with parasites when I was using using drugs. I remember throwing them up. That's how dark, that's how dark and low vibrational I was vibrating, um, you know, with what I was doing because, I mean, we could go into the whole spiritual thing. Where do parasites come from? Can you explain that? Well, they come from doorknobs. They come from dogs, animal feces, work, you know, if you go and you go barefoot on the beach, right? Not to ruin your, your trip or your, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, cause the beach is right, is right out our window here. Yeah, it's gorgeous. We, we um, walked barefoot yesterday. Yeah. But bird poop, yeah. right? You step on some so bird poop, it. goes okay. right in. Um, but. And it goes in through your skin. Yes. Yep. And then they, yep. is it like eggs? Is yes. It yes. Like eggs and yep. then it festers and then it. Yep. And it travels through your body and it'll go different places in the different like life stages. Um, but sushi, if you eat sushi, you got parasites. Like yeah. You know? Um, because of all the all the eggs and it's raw, you know, stuff like that. So it's just important for us to cleanse. That's all. Like yeah. we don't need to be afraid of it. Yeah. I was just completely, um, 
surprised because why aren't I being prepared for this? Why did the pediatrician not tell me this could be a possibility, right? It, I mean, maybe I'm playing a blame game, but I've never heard of this. Yeah. But if you think about it, like, um, I don't know if anybody's ever heard about their grandmom, their grandmothers looking under the covers at their bums at nighttime, okay? I've heard that, like, you know, story. Yeah, so have I. They're looking for the pinworms or the worms, right, because they come out. It can cause so many sleep issues for children. Most children, and you guys have no idea how many moms I talk to or her, that are in my Telegram group, and we're sharing pictures of our baby's poop from using these drops and the worms and the egg sacs that are coming out of our babies. Yeah. And then we're wondering why they're throwing tantrums and they can't sleep. This is why, and the heavy metals and toxins. I want to know why, why does it get such a bad rep? Like, why do they say, like, you don't need to cleanse? Are you, like, why do you think? I mean, okay, so honestly, the physicians in Western medicine aren't really taught about parasites. They're not taught about nutrition either. They're taught how to treat um, and cover up symptoms and treat with medicine because that's how they make money as well. Um, and even, like, you talk, we could kind of go into this really quick, the pediatricians. Okay, and um, you know, if a mom wants to be on a delayed schedule, and the pediatricians will kick them right out and say, "You're selfish. You cannot go here if you're not going to do this schedule the way we, you want to." And most people know what I'm talking about, um, and it's because they get bonuses. Um, a certain amount of their clients need to be on that schedule, up to date on that schedule, in order to have those things in order to go to school. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, um, and if. If they don't, they don't receive those bonuses. So Big Pharma is just, that's how they make their money is through prescriptions. And you don't realize this. And what a catch-22 with everything that just happened. Yes. Because then you had to have that in order to. For a lot of people, everybody's <laughs> but you got a back was against before. the wall. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so Charlie did have one of those. And this was a time where I was, I remember crying, bawling my eyes out in the shower because my husband was not on board with me. It, with that decision that I wanted to make. I did not want to do that. I did not want to be on that schedule. We did come to an agreement on a delayed schedule. Um, so at three months, she did have one. Um, and, you know, thank God that he changed his mind because we've seen a difference happen when that happened. You know, she we saw a difference in her afterwards. You know, all those things that are just, you, they tell you they're normal, but they're not normal. I don't care who you are, that's not normal. Um, so I do think that that played an, a part. Do you think this has to do with like colic and all that stuff too? No. No. Colic. Okay. I mean colic. I didn't know if that it uh, was so like those are tied. What is colic? What Acid is it reflux. though? Okay, from what? Toxins and heavy metals. So is that from us that yeah. like we're giving to them through the breast milk? Well, or is it already in them? Yes, it's yes and yes. It's from the schedule. It's yeah. from the schedule that they're on. It's from um, the breast milk. It's yeah. from the toxins we pass through the umbilical cord. It's yeah. from all of, all it. of it. Yeah, and so any sort of eczema, toxins, and heavy metals in the digestive tract. That's yeah. what rashes are. You know. Yeah. Um, so any types of these issues, bags under the eyes, dark circles under the eyes, this is kidneys, this is their body, it's overwhelmed. Like, it's interesting how they're like, don't eat deli meat, but then like everything else. Like, it's just so interesting that things that they tell you not to eat. Right, yeah. Like, what really you probably shouldn't be eating, technically. Like, right. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, well, our, our diet is total trash oh, in, in the U.S., you know. I mean, it's good food, it but it ain't, yeah. it ain't good for you. Yeah. Um, and it's okay. And I love what you said. We we had dinner last night, um, all three of us. And I loved how you said, like, what you're telling yourself, you know, before you eat instead of yes. 
giving yourself grace like it's okay I know I'm going to ingest this and I'm going to eat it and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm not going to feel bad about it or yeah you know and and I'm just not going to do it all the time and it is it's okay it's the reality we live in and where we're at and everything in moderation and we are allowed to have fun and it's mind over matter if you eat something you know is not going to be good for you your body is going to react accordingly yeah and I think, so it's like, it's good. I love hearing this information, but then I start to feel bad, right? I'm like, oh my God, I've been just terrible. Like I need to, and it's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. Like you're okay. Yeah. You're still okay. Things are well, okay. Well, then you start having a bad relationship with food mm-hmm. when yeah, you do so. start thinking that yeah. way. So I love that because it was like, nope, you're okay. This is just knowledge. It's good to know. Yeah. It's good to have that knowledge. And you don't have to like, do it completely perfect but it's good to know that these this isn't normal it's not normal and there's other ways to fix it and to deal with it than modern medicine yeah well you have to be your own advocate you have to follow your heart and what's best for you know you and your child and um the thing is is like having that knowledge having people there who have similar stories as you do um and that's i Oh my gosh. So when I when I, I jumped on TikTok at that point, I'd start building I built my TikTok on my readings and, you know, spiritual spirituality and things like that. So that's what my TikTok was and I I totally veered after this experience with my daughter. My path completely shifted. We were talking about me doing readings and teaching classes and that took so much energy out of me having a new you know, being a new mom and scheduling appointments and all that stuff so this completely shifted but when that happened with my daughter she started talking I mean her personality livened up it was like she was a different child like she was being held back yeah how completely horrific yeah to experience that to see that she was sleeping better yeah I mean unbelievable and I was like oh my god all of these issues we were having yeah toxins and parasites yeah um and the physician, you know, the pediatrician was like, when I called them, I thought they were going to think I was crazy. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, it's just pain worms. No big deal. Like, super common. And I'm like, okay, what? First of all, not pin worms. Second of all, um, if this is so common, why didn't I know about it? Yeah. You know, right. go to your pharmacy, go get this whatever, like, chocolate stuff. It didn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, I didn't, it didn't work. The only thing that worked was this heavy metal detox that I was How giving her. How did you stumble across that heavy metal detox? I don't even know. I just, I, I don't remember. I was talking so to cool. this person on, it was, it was God. It's always how, It yes. was the universe. It was what I needed. Yes. This was my path. I was yes. supposed to have this experience so I could ter- tell yeah. everybody. And that's what I did, right? Yeah. I jumped on TikTok. I looked terrible. You can still <laughs> find like this video. I'm like, everybody listen to me. You know, I like just woken up. I look awful. Who would believe somebody who was ranting like that? And that that's the end. You know, but that I think was the that beginning. That is passion. And that yes. right there, when you, if somebody's willing to get on and look like shit, yep. and you're just like, you need to hear this. I want to hear what you're going to have to say because this is this. This bitch crazy. She gonna get up. Yeah. She yelling at us. I'm gonna She's tell you what's up. Crazy. What do you gotta say? I'm gonna tell everybody yeah. what's really going on. And yeah. um, and you're a shoot it straight person. And yeah. I think that shows. Yeah. And I think so. When you when you do speak up, when you have something to say, I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So I made it my business. I made it my business to tell everybody <laughs> what was going on and um, doing a lot of research and obviously using. And you're changing lives. You're yeah, changing dude. lives. Yeah, you're dude. You're changing. 
generational curses and lives. It's incredible, Jamie. Yeah. Incredible. And can you imagine? I mean, we're helping children I know, that's talk what I mean. again. ASD children who, you know, either I, so I talked to 100, 100 moms, 50 to 100 moms a day, right? Always, I'm always talking to these moms. And, um, They'll give me stories like my child regressed. They stopped looking at me. They stopped. They stopped talking. They stopped babbling after the pediatrician visit. Yeah. Um, or some of them, you know, it just happened, right? And they don't really put those two together. Um, and I get to witness their children, their ASD children, their tics going away, them making eye contact again, mm -hmm. them talking. And, you know, anybody else, just a child who just has maybe a little bit of toxins in their body, um, start talking, and it's changing their lives in the family. If you think about the family and the spider web of how many. Yeah, because you see that. You can't, you can't deny it when you see it firsthand. Yep. Well, my son struggles with those ticks. Actually, he does like a head thing. Okay. And now I'm looking at you going, the doctor always has told me one in four boys have a tick. It'll go away. And mm. I'm like, he is starting to affect Yes, him. it's heavy metals and toxins. Mm. And when you really think about how we're constantly exposed and how they are constantly exposed and, um, you know, the schedule and the amount of um, aluminum yeah. is the problem. It's We used to think it was the mercury, um, but it's the aluminum and it goes it passes the blood-brain barrier it'll settle in the midline of the brain disconnecting the right and left hemisphere um, and it goes right into the bone marrow and the only thing that will take it out of the bone marrow and the brain is the heavy metal detox is the zeolite mm. so when you're doing this with your your uh, mothers and children and are the moms because I, I I feel like you have to lead by example yeah so I mean, are you are you coaching the moms yes. first along this, and then you know teaching them how to coach through with their kids? How does that work in your process? Yeah, well, I just use I mean I just use my experience to tell them you know what to expect when doing this. I always tell, listen, check with your check with your naturopath, check with your holistic practitioner, and see if this is right for you. And notice those are the people I tell you to ask. Yeah, right. I'm not going to tell you to ask anybody else. So can you, what's advice to give people on how to find a proper? Um, you would search. You would search um, a holistic pediatrician near you. Um, and if there aren't any near you, you can absolutely do telehealth. Meaning, What are signs, though, of like a, a good one? You know, when you're searching and you're doing that, what, what are things that you should look for? Because there's obviously shams and everything. Mm. And not that that's always, but how do you, I think sometimes people come across that and they don't know how to decipher when you don't have that knowledge in that. A so good pediatrician? In a good holistic pediatrician or, you know, guide, guide in that area. How do, how do you, what are some things you should look for? You want to look for them allowing a delayed schedule or none at all. That's all that you care about, okay? Because I still, I drive an hour to Tampa to go to mine. Yeah. Um, and I don't, they're not my favorite. Yeah. They're not my favorite. I don't care, though. Because, you know, I'm somebody who, I I do my own stuff. I'm my own advocate. Yeah. Um, but I do want to know if she, you know, is, she, is her weight gain proper? Like, yeah. there's things that I want their opinions yeah. on. And they'll treat with supplements instead of medications. And that's yeah. all I, and I trust their knowledge. Yeah. Um, so, do I have to really like them? They're not my favorite. I'm pretty hard to please. I really am. <laughs> so am I. I am. You know, so. Uh, I should be. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I need to, like, set higher. 
Yeah, yeah. But we were like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Nobody who care about your business says you care about your business. So I feel like if you're not caring about your business more than I'm caring about it, then come on. Yeah, yeah. I All I care about is they're not going to force us to do anything that we do not want to do. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you're going to have to pay out of pocket for that. Yeah. And we did talk about that last night, even when you were doing the readings and stuff. Like, yeah. you're expected to be this higher point, and they're coming to you to hear information so it's important that you're getting that same gratitude back yes yeah yeah absolutely yeah so are you still doing readings and stuff I know you kind of touched on that but I want to just tell our listeners to make sure so yeah reaching out for you for those things I am not doing readings at this time because uh, my path has completely shifted with helping you know people detox from toxins and children it's not just for children it's for us as well we need to be the best that we can be we're so polluted if you think about a child who's two how many toxins they have and then somebody who's 30 35 40 50 um you know arthritis is heavy metals that your body deposits in the joints um the same with rheumatoid arthritis autoimmune all of it is it's just toxins and heavy metals and people don't know that to see this in the white blood cell count and any of that is there indications in like a in a blood test to show heavy metals also you would just have to be tested you know yeah you would have i mean you you can get you can get tested um if you want to i don't trust those tests if you're going to a regular doctor you don't you would want to go to a holistic practitioner for sure and get one of those extensive tests done to actually find out how about urine tests or anything like that um you know, I'm. No I don't idea. know. I'm not sure about that. I know um, that blood tests is probably the way the to best. go. Yep. And you would want to see like a, a holistic practitioner, um, mm-hmm. and they could be able to do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. So as you move forward, what are some goals and what are some things in mind that you have in your your steps moving forward with this passion, with this purpose, helping mothers and children and fathers, families? I would say. In, in going forward and, and now your husband's a part of your, yes. your journey also which I think is so cool you guys are leading by example and I yeah. think that's the best thing yeah so um, I shifted I'm not doing readings anymore I'm actually teaching my last intuitive development class right now for a while I love it so much I'll probably go back to it at some point um, but we are building an empire that's what I'm doing because I have a mission to to, to help all the children in the world and so also, we um, when I jumped on TikTok and I did that video, um, the owner of the company kind of reached out. You know, they reached out to me, um, or you know, somebody who was who was um, like a bystander, and they were like, "You need to do this promo because they actually have a collaboration promo mm-hmm. um, to do for um, for this company on TikTok." And so I was able to give everybody a five dollar bottle. Oh, cool. Of this detox, all of my followers. And um, it's normally, I think, 80, 80 bucks or something like that. Um, so anyways, um, I did this promo. I ended up getting involved with the company. And now I'm somebody who is like, give me all the responsibility. I want to bring on influencers. I want to help everybody, every single follower, um, you know, of each influencer get this bottle and try this bottle because it will change their lives and especially the moms who can't afford it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm working with the company. I'm bringing on people who are, you know, either if they're an influencer or if they're just somebody who was like me, who was like, yeah. oh my God, this changed my life. I'm yeah. going to tell everybody about it. What do you it. say to this, this, uh, the skeptics out there? I mean, I, I think what's the best that could happen, you know? Yeah. But what do you say to the, the so-called skeptics on, on any of this? How, what would you say to them to just 
what's the worst that could happen? What's the best? That's that what could exactly what I say. I said, what do you got to lose? Thirty nine dollars. Yeah. In or you know, in order to help your child it's or yourself. Than a McDonald's trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Right. You don't it have is. anything to lose. No. Yeah. Um, you know, but most of the people though who do come to me, they're ready for help. Yeah. They're ready for it. They're like, we've tried everything. This is happening with my child. This is happening with me. My mother has dementia, you know, or or MS or whatever it is. Um. So, and on an emotional level, like I would say through adults, um, what are you seeing in them? So as, they're, as you're clearing out these toxins, as you're doing that stuff, what kind of, are, are, are you, are, is it starting like a healing process through trauma? Oh, is it starting absolutely. emotional? Is it stirring some of that up? Like, oh, absolutely. Are there things you should be prepared? So if somebody goes out and buys a bottle and you do this heavy metal detox, and I think that's sometimes <clears throat> what happens is we do these parasite cleanses and we do these things and you, you're not prepared or aware of what's to come after, yeah. which is beautiful and great because I did a parasite cleanse and then it was when you and I were talking. I was like, oh, shit, that makes complete sense. <laughs> I've got like a sinus infection, a double ear infection. Like I don't get sinus infections. Yeah. And exp- I got ear infections as a kid, but it was not something. But I can tell trauma is spewing out of my body. Like yeah. I could feel it in every sense yes. possible. And it's stuck in my head. It's like it's coming through and I feel like it all just got stuck in my head. But then when you were like, oh, yeah, and I was like, oh, that I did a parasite cleanse like a month ago or two, whatever, two months ago, whatever it was. But I was like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. And then what was the phrase you told me? Well, you're releasing trauma. Parasites are emotionally connected to us. Yes. Okay. And you have to be, if you're vibrating at a lower level, they will live and they will thrive. And if you have heavy metals and toxins, it's an acidic environment and they will thrive again. But when you disconnect emotionally from them, they die. And, um, but when they die, they release viruses that they've been holding on to because they, they hold on that to that nasty stuff. So when you're healing, when you're doing trauma healing, because emotions and trauma cause physical issues Mm. there is no other there's no two ways about that that is it happens to you spiritually first and then it manifests physically we do not know our power we don't know how powerful we really are it's been hidden from us um and so when we're treated with medication we should really be being treated emotionally with a therapist or a spiritual counselor and when we heal our body heals. Our body lets go of these viruses of, um, I had hepatitis C because I was, you know, an IV drug user, but you know what? I had so much resentment and anger in my liver and that is the governing, um, emotion of the liver. So it's no, it's no wonder that I had that, you know, that I contracted that. Um, and so I believe that you can absolutely heal from any issue, any ailment that you have. But when you make that decision to heal, when you're doing trauma healing, um, it will release physically in your body. So you do trauma healing. Anybody knows who's done that. You get sick after yeah. because your body starts to heal. It releases that energy. You're releasing that energy um, and that vi- those viruses, those pathogens, yeah. those um, parasites or whatever, whatever it is. Um, like when I have kidney pain, I was telling you about this. I had yep. kidney pain and I'm like, what's the governing um, emotion of kidney? Fear. So I'm like, okay, let's go back to where this fear is stemming from. Why am I afraid, first of all? And where was the first experience that I felt so much fear in my life when I went back into childhood? And it was, it really stemmed from um, not being good enough. Just have, being so full of fear in middle school, not being good enough. I remember my uh, boyfriend broke up with me in front of the entire school. Uh. 
you know, and like yeah. the the fear that came with that. The abandonment, the fear, yep. the yep. Yep. And that's what came up. That's what emotion needed to be released that was causing me fear in my life right now. Fear of and not it's succeeding. Crazy. A boyfriend from you know what I mean. Eighth grade. But that's legit how it is. Yes. Like, and you don't realize it. You're like, oh yeah, you think surfacey, like what just happened to me. Like, yep, and it is. It's always so much deeper. Got to right. date because it's boys are taught not to use their emotions. So that was him coming out and not using his emotion to mm-hmm. break up with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so whenever something's happening, I'm afraid. Why are you afraid? Um, because if this doesn't happen, well, why does that matter? Because if this doesn't happen, I don't get this. And if you don't get this, then why? why you know what <laughs> yes. I mean? Well, I'm afraid of not getting that because then I really am not good enough. Then everybody doesn't like me. And you know what yeah. I mean? It's you got to go deeper into these layers. And now, you know, I'm so used to that where if I'm dealing with a physical symptom, I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, what do I got to go back and heal now? And yeah. I'll sit there in my kitchen on my countertop. That's what I did with my head down on my countertop, just standing up. Okay, going here, going there. This is where it's coming from. Okay, um, reliving that, processing those emotions because emo- pro- trauma is emotions that are stored. It's physical energy that's yeah. stored. Once you relive it and you process it and yeah. you accept it, yeah. and guess what? My kidney pain went away. I had a release. I felt 10 times lighter after that. And then whatever I was looking for that I was manifesting that I was afraid of, my phone rang about three seconds after I did that. And it was right there. And that's the truth. And that's the secret about the universe as well. Yeah. We put up our own roadblocks, don't we? We do. Whatever we believe is true. it's comfortable. I think sometimes it's just comfortable and predictable. And it's easier to stay there sometimes. Yes. Unless you're willing to feel those um, total darkness, you know, not darkness, but, well, yeah, sometimes the the trauma and and dig those up, you don't get to feel that ultimate happiness. So you either get to stay comfortable in that middle ground, you're not going to feel a ton, and you're not going to feel really shitty, but you're going to stay right in there. Mm -hmm. But if you're willing to kind of feel that shitty, you you get to feel the really, really good. That's right. you got to face it. And are you willing to give that up? Right. And, like, for me, right, sitting next to you, who's been through something so traumatic, or even you, who's had a pretty decent good life, Mm -hmm. I go, well, my traumas aren't as bad. So then I start going, well, don't don't say anything or don't feel those things because – but everybody does have trauma no matter what it is. Everybody's pain is their own pain. Mm -hmm. And it's not yours is worse than mine. It's your pain. It's what you went through. It's how you experience life. And um, the only way out is through. The only way out is through. You can't run from it. You can't hide from it. Um, You know, it's just going to, you'll just go deeper into isolation and pain and um, covering up your feelings and covering up your symptoms. You know, um, that's what people are doing. You're taught to do essentially with medicine. If you have, um, you know, an issue, an underlying issue, it's cut it out let's get surgery just cut it right out like no no we need to go in and we need to talk about your experiences um you know like gallbladders everybody everybody gets their damn gallbladder removed you know what that is it's parasites yeah that's what it is that they're they're in the bile ducts you know um and it's it's just stemming from trauma so if we if we can learn as a society to take a look at our emotional state and you know um the pain that we still hold on to and release that, then our health will get better. If we are sick, yeah. it is because of what we had gone through or these belief systems that we have um, combined with heavy metals and toxins and, and you know other physical issues. But it always stems. It always begins there. That's the root cause. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is so cool. I really yeah. enjoy talking yeah. about this. I know. Yeah. So do I. You just learned so much that you didn't think you needed to know, but you need to know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you're building this empire and you're doing this and you're sharing your story, which I think is absolutely incredible. Like, I don't know. I think I feel um, proud to to know you as a person oh, thank you so and much. as a friend and I just I love that you're so open and willing to share your story because um I think here on the Twisted Sisters podcast this is like one of my biggest passions in starting this was breaking the stereotypes talking about the tough shit just, we're all freaking twisted we're all messed up and it's okay it's okay it's okay to yeah. be stuck in a little messed up place it's okay to be a little twisted it's okay to be in that but giving solutions connecting people to other people how can I fix these issues but connecting people to the right people and that we all really have it in us nobody is you don't have to go and pay thousands and thousands of dollars that we all have it in us we have the ability to heal we have the ability to do this but we have to sit down and take time with ourselves and sometimes it can be really scary to sit with yourself and I think you share that very much of like you know how you've taken that time even with your past and and you know the dark places you've come out of and I've witnessed those dark places so I see what you've come out of not personally in you but I've seen the darkness I've seen somebody in that place and I've been part of it and it's not easy that is not an easy and so you're like breaking general racial curses not just for yourself but for like people around you like you're giving a shortcut for people in a way that's the goal and I think that's pretty freaking cool yeah I want to tell them this is what I know you know this is what I found out right and and mistakes because I've made a lot of them it's just another word for experience experience I love that like you said that today like this is your experience this is your story and I think you can get so lost and I'm not I am I have I need I've always been taught performance-based love Mm. if you perform well enough if you look a certain way not look a certain way but if you're doing things a certain way then you're worthy of love you're worthy of admiration you're worthy of that and that then that's what you get and um it you know I don't know what standards I have but that's how I've created these standards and so it's like if I'm not performing I didn't do the best today I'm sorry I'm sorry I wasn't at my best today I'm sorry Mm. I wasn't able to bring this and it's like no quit saying sorry yes and it's just it and it's no it's part of your experience this is your experience yes be you this is your experience and that's just where you're at today and that's okay you're here though so that's cool yes we're human and we're having a human experience and we're not perfect and we're we figure it out as we go there's (laughs) let me see if i can pull it there's a song that i really love um and i love you you love me we're a happy family. Yeah. Um, he says that sometimes you have to learn to, um, sometimes you walk before you crawl, you know, and um, I mean, I don't know. I'm really bad at, at pulling lyrics right I now. I wanted you to sing. I know. I yeah, so no, excited. I was definitely never. No, you do not want to hear me sing. Or um, dance, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, that was, that was it. That was my case for me. I needed to learn to walk before I crawled. You know, I needed to like, to just get through life and then I, I could break down and I could slow down and I could, you know, essentially go back and heal that, that inner child. Yeah. And, and that's not normal, right? Like people crawl and then they walk. But, 
Um, I had to experience what I experienced and process it the way I, I processed it, and I had to humiliate myself in the in the in the on the way. Yeah. And like that's good. That's I'm not. I don't wish anything different for myself or for my past. I'm so grateful for it. Do you have any regrets? No. None. No. I don't. I don't have any regrets because every single thing has has brought me here. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for the pain. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And I just love that you can share that, absolutely, because you have had an incredible life that has brought you here because I, I can't imagine being in your shoes mm-hmm. and coming out on top like you have. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you coming on and letting us come down to beautiful Florida and like get to stare at this ocean that's probably the best podcast ever I'm so happy oh that you guys gosh. came down this is so fun and it's just been kind of like a, a it's cool because it's like we've been I've just been doing life to such an extent and um all of a sudden when I was like I was asking Allie I go you know who are some people we should have on what's like kind of go through this and all of a sudden you popped in my mm. head and I messaged you that night I think you responded right away and I was just like why haven't I thought of Jamie before oh my gosh perfect and it all just played out I mean effortlessly yep and so I just I think it's just so cool once again we get to connect yes I get to meet you in person finally and I uh, I love it Help I feel like I heal. still have already met you like I didn't even think about it being the first time I was like oh, but I've I think met that's it. what's so nice about those these outlets is that you get to know people even if we're all over the country yes. all over the world right yeah. and yeah. we have these outlets to come to beautiful Florida and she literally booked my ticket I didn't even know she sent it to me I didn't see it and then she's like oh yeah we're going to Florida <laughs> I'm like what <laughs> Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. I know. That's how I do life. <laughs> Same. <laughs> just like, we're going. Yep. That's how I am too. And I'm the analytical one that's like, but wait, yeah. we have to do this <laughs> and we have to do this. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you don't get to think about it. Yep. Nope. You just book our hotel and I got the rest. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being on the Twisted Sisters podcast and I love you dearly. Thank you and for having me. And I can't wait to sit here a year from now. That's right. And talk about your empire and talk about our empire. Talk about your empire. Explore. Yes. And um, I am grateful for all you listeners too yes. and just everybody tuning in from Jamie's side of everything. Mm-hmm. And um, it's cool. I think this community and this group of women I, you know, I, I know we were like trying not to just gear strictly towards women because you want to be open towards everything. But I love growing this girl gang. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. And I have goosebumps saying it because I hear so many bad relationships with other women and trust and just all these things. And it's like, let's drop the judgments at the door and let's just That's fiercely right. support one another because us girls, we're powerful, man. We're powerful. And I think I'm raising a girl and I don't think I am raising a girl. <laughs> a fierce you know? one at that. Oh, Virgo. she's spicy. Same she's as, yeah. spicy. I and I can't too. blame her because I know I'm spicy, but, yes. um, you know, it's, it's exciting, and I think about the world that I want her to grow up in and the fierceness I want her to stay in and her truth and who she is, and um, it excites me to grow this. It excites yes. me to do this and to change the generations coming up. Yep. It excites me. Yes. So it excites me what you're doing. Thank you. Cool. Same. Come on. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted Twisted sisters. sisters. We're all a little twisted.